Hello, my beautiful people. It's Heidi here from the world according to Heidi. And I am so excited to welcome you to the Let's Whine About It podcast. We will laugh, probably cry, and of course there will be whining. No, not the kind that makes you want to cringe, but the kind that makes those hard days just a little bit easier. Okay, everybody, time to get started for another Let's Whine About Business. And I am very excited for my guest today. I am chatting with Michelle Denio. And she, honestly, when I read her um, bio, the one thing that I loved was strategy and small doses, because I feel like we always bite off such huge chunks and small doses is kind of my jam. So I truly love your vibe and welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much. I am excited to be here. It's it's always a pleasure to to have a conversation like this. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So we talked a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago. We got to meet a little bit and chat. And um, you mentioned that you were going to be making yourself a nice little mocktail and you had that with you. What are you drinking? I am drinking a little seltzer water with some frozen cherries and like a pomegranate plum juice. That sounds amazing and festive. <laughs> yeah, some, something in a little holiday. I did have a little red wine over the weekend, but it's like, eh, it's a Monday. It's Let's a Monday. A mocktail. <laughs> I love it. I We are going to a little Christmas party dinner after this. And so I did for myself at four o'clock on a Monday, mm-hmm. some red wine. And it's the Stella Rosa that everybody raves about. Oh, do you like it? Um... <laughs> This is the I, black, and I, did I bought it. It's okay. It I feel like it would be a really, really good starter wine, or you know, if it was colder and somebody who wants mm-hmm. to learn to like wine, it's very punchy. It tastes like punch. It, it doesn't taste like alcohol at all, which is you it, know, no, can be a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, I had a huge bottle of that because it was like this really cool, it's a cool bottle. And I had a really big one and we were so excited to dive into it. A friend of mine and I, we both were like, oh, that wasn't what I was expecting. I mean, when you see black, you expect like a nice, deep, dark red. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, this is not a dark red. Right. No, I have, I, same. I bought the big bottle. I actually bought it in June for um, a podcast that I was going to do. Um, for the pride because it's the pride bottle and it's really cool rainbow and it but same it's a huge bottle so I'm like sangria exactly (laughs) good sangria yeah I agree agree (laughs) anyway okay so Michelle introduce yourself a little bit tell us who you are kind of what you do and then we'll just chat a little bit and I've got some questions for you (laughs) awesome yeah Sure thing. Um, So I'm Michelle Denai. I'm a business strategist, community builder. My goal and mission in this world of business and entrepreneurship is truly to eliminate the loneliness and confusion of business ownership um, through the power of peer-led mastermind groups and communities, as well as customized one-to-one strategy for growth in a way that is in alignment with each individual person and their goals and their definition of success while surrounding them with the support and guidance that they need. I love that because it can definitely be a lonely place out here. (laughs) People don't always understand why we choose to not work nine to five and instead work (laughs) 
who knows when yeah. to wherever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it sure can be. I love that. What you mentioned your mastermind and you have some different things going on. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I have a mastermind community and I also uh, will work one-to-one. I do work one-to-one primarily up in, you know, for the first five years of my business, I did almost all solely one-to-one work, but I really truly feel very, very strongly about the power of the mastermind. I think mastermind gets, is an overused buzzword, especially in the world of entrepreneurship and business. And so I think it kind of lost its potency and its power, but in its own way, I think masterminds are probably one of the most underutilized resources in business. And that is just the power of peer to peer. There is nothing better with than being able and more helpful than being able to get into a conversation with five or six, seven other people that are, you know, going through the same thing. They're in the trenches with you. Some may be a little bit ahead of you. Some may be behind you, but being able to walk into a room and just say, Hey, here's what I'm thinking about. Has anybody ever experienced this? Or I've got this client that's really, really like bringing me down or they're doing this. Are they, am I like being super sensitive to this or are they really pushing the boundaries here? You know, and then just getting surrounded and poured into with knowledge of like, oh my gosh, I've been there or here's what it is, or I've been on this side of it. And being able to just really, you've got both your clients in the room with you and you also have other people that have been a peer that are peers. And so I really couldn't find it in the online space. And so I created it and that's really how that was born. And so I, I just think it's, I love it. I love it. I love being in there and we've just kind of expanded and it's just grown into this beautiful community of, of support. So it's more than the mastermind, but that's like the key component to it. I, I love that. I love community over competition, right? We're not each other's competition, even if we are in the same industry. And yeah. so tell me, I think probably all of us or most of us that are in small business have joined a mastermind or a networking group or some kind of community that didn't work for us for one reason or another. What do you think is the number one thing if you're going to join, you know, whether it's your mastermind or if they're already part of one, do you have a tip for making sure that you're getting the most out of the communities that you join? Yeah, I think really doing your due diligence and homework to vet both the, both the owner of the mastermind and some of the members. Uh, one of the things that I think is really important and the reason why some people maybe don't get is great of an experience from a mastermind is because a lot of them are not vetted. They are just kind of a, oh, hey, do you check all these boxes? And if so, yes, you're great. Oh, you, you've applied and you're in and you have a credit card. So great, let's show up. I personally interview every single member in there to make sure that not only are they a good fit in where they're at in their business, but from a personality standpoint. And I understand that not all personalities get along, but there's a certain vibe. There's a, there's a certain level of you know camaraderie and community and friendship and just business peer knowledge that we're trying to maintain. And so I think there's that, but also to like reach out and do a little bit of homework. I think there is a lot of options out there, but go have conversations with the people that are in the group and ask them the questions and see if the answers that they give you are in alignment with what you're looking for. Maybe what they love about the mastermind group is not at all what you need. You know, maybe you really need something that's more one-to-one level, high-level customized coaching. Maybe you need a mastermind that's far more focused on 
sales and sales techniques or something like that. Like there are very niche specific masterminds that are still peer to peer. And I think it's important for the person looking to, to do their own homework and have a little bit of their own responsibility as to really, what are you looking for? What are you struggling with? Do you just need to be surrounded by like minds that can lift you up? Or do you have a very specific need or, you know, and ask those questions, ask the questions. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. If, if there's a facilitator or an owner that gets offended by that, there's a good reason for it too. <laughs> that's true. There's that's a red flag, huge one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, that's I love that. Thank you. I'm gonna shift a little bit. I love yeah. so you have do you I'm sorry, and I tried to look this up, but you do have a podcast. Do you do it just live on your page or do you also have a podcast like through Apple and Spotify and that as well? I do have a podcast. It's called Strategy in Small Doses. So that's where the the name comes from. I did just recently put it on hiatus, meaning we're just taking a little bit of a pause. It's probably going to come back in the first quarter of 2023 with a slightly different name and slightly different focus. Um, Still very short, small. My goal was to give bite-sized pieces of information that were actionable and people could implement immediately. So that ranged from growth and mindset to just a, sometimes a, hey, you need a little kick in the kick in the butt to go, you know, get out of your own way. And sometimes yeah. it was just a, you know, I'm here, don't beat yourself up, you got this type of thing. And I loved it, but really I wanted it to be a little bit more focused. I want to bring guests on. Um, right now it's strictly a solo episode, so I'm looking at the just what is the best way to do that and still serve the audience in my community in the best way to make sure they're getting the best information. I get that a hundred percent. I've, you know, shifted my focus a few times too. So the reason I ask is as I was, you know, doing my homework and kind of scrolling, I really love just on your, your Facebook group, your, um, I guess it's your page, your Facebook page. I was just looking at some of your lives that you've, you've done recently and you have, some of the best tips I think I've ever read for goal setting and not beating yourself up and moving forward, not setting fluffy goals, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all those things. So would you mind sharing some of that with us? Yeah, it's, you know, we're at the time of recording, it's the end of 2022. So I always get into biz planning mode. And so when I get into biz planning mode, I, I definitely look at, you know, it's a great time for reflection. I think too, is you've got to start with reflection. You've got to look, you've got to start with looking backwards. And, but a lot of people look backwards and look at all the things they didn't accomplish. And I want to encourage everybody to look back and look at all the things you did accomplish. Go back and look at every little thing. I mean, even sometimes it's a matter of like going back and looking at like an email that you sent versus your position now in the market and look at maybe a graphic that you created and how you changed or your first live compared to how you go live now or just a conversation or it could just be, you know, your conversion rate. It could be how you talk to people. It could be your confidence, but really truly like reflect and see how far you've come, number one, but also to look back at the data. There is a lot of data in your business that is telling you exactly what's working and what's not working. Unfortunately, for most of us, we're so forward thinking because as entrepreneurs, we're constantly getting a new idea. We're so forward thinking that we want to just constantly be moving from one thing. What's next? What's next? But really looking backwards to see what really went well 
is going to propel that what's next, you know? So even being able to look at and see, okay, most of my clients this year came from this platform or this referral source. Great. If you've got a new idea or you've got a new offer you want to put out, double down on that platform, double down on that referral source and go start there versus just shooting from the hip. Because when you can take the chance, when you take the time to look at that, I've had so many clients that do that. I had one today. She was like, you know, I would have thought LinkedIn was my number one, you know, where people come from. She goes, but honestly, it's my Upwork profile. And I didn't even realize I still had an Upwork profile, but they're finding me there. And then (laughs) connecting with me on LinkedIn. And I was like, well, then maybe you might want to spend a little bit more time on Upwork. Like you may want to update that. You may, if people are actively going there, like that's solid information to give you to say, I could probably utilize this better. So looking at that, but then also looking at the data to understand, like, what should your goals be? I'm not a huge fan of setting a big annual goal because who the hell can plan for 12 months at a time? Like, it's such (laughs) a crazy thing, right? Like we can have a target and that's what I always say, like, have a target, have a destination, have a vision, Mm -hmm. cast your vision for the year. What are you trying to accomplish? But focus on something very small, focus on the first 60 days, focus on the first 90 days and figure, that's why I always say small doses because Mm -hmm. a new opportunity could come your way that you had no idea about and it could completely change the, the direction you're taking your business, but it still could get you towards that vision of success, that big number that you have in mind. But how you get there, you can't plan that. There's just no way. You can't plan that 100%. Like you can't plan it 12 months in advance, I guess is my point. Right. No, I love that. And I agree. I like the idea. You said, you know, have this goal maybe, but then break that up. And I tend to try to plan by the quarter. Like that's how I started trying to do it. But I almost feel for me, at least that's even almost too big of a chunk I think so too it sounds good in theory you know to sit down every three months and but I tried that too (laughs) I I don't really look backwards and I I really love that and I'm going to definitely implement that because and when I do I do exactly what you said I look back and I'm like oh my gosh I said I was going to do this and I didn't do it and I'll beat myself up but I I want to do what you just said. I want to go back and look at where I've accomplished and maybe where I shifted gears. Like, oh, I didn't accomplish that because I decided to go this way. Yeah, and that that's okay. And I think a lot of us do that. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, we, we tend to view change as a negative because it's just what we've been pro- programmed in society is like change yeah. is different and it's negative. Change is evolution. Business is growth. Yeah. Business is change. If your business isn't changing, then it's not evolving and growing. And so look at change as a positive. Look at change as this evolution of learning and truly growing and stepping into what into your power and what you love. And I think, you know, agreed that 90 days can even be too much. I'm on I'm on the 60 day plan right now. I think a mm-hmm. month is kind of not enough time because it takes time to implement. But two, when I said you said about fluffy goals, get very specific with it. Like again, if you look backwards and take the time to do the reflection, you know exactly where you're starting, right? You know exactly how many clients you have, right. you know exactly how much money you're making. So use that and just try to increase it to a point where it's a stretch, but not absolutely unattainable either. And set one goal. I I say, you know, three to five goals 
if you're going to have more than one goal, I really encourage one of them to be like a client goal or a financial goal. One of them to be a marketing or a sales activity goal, Mm. something to fill your pipeline and something that's usually like an administrative goal. How can you make a process better? How can you save time? Is there a better onboard? Can you do something to improve your onboarding experience? Is there a better client experience, something that you can improve upon? Because they're all going to lead to one another. And so that way you're very focused. You know exactly what you're working on. It's so much easier to, you know, break them down and it's so much easier to actually hit them. And then you take that and say, okay, hit that goal. Here's what went well. Here's what didn't. And you move forward again. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. And I love how you say that, like having, rather than just, I'm going to make $10,000 the first quarter or, you know, or first month, whatever it is, have that, but then have your little goals, how you're going to get there or. Yeah. How are you going to do that? How are you going yeah, to do that? Right. Yep. How are you going to break yeah. it down? So what's your marketing? Does it mean that you're going to do 10 reach outs a day to new people? Does it mean you're going to show up and teach a workshop once a month? Does it mean, uh-huh. what are you going to do? What are you going to do to get people in your pipeline, to get your name in front of people? That should right. be a goal. Right. Right. You could do, I mean, so many things, right. A real every day you could, or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, whatever posts. I love that. I'm writing all this down. <laughs> so tell me, um, do you tend to, I'm a reward oriented person. So if I check all my boxes, I like to do some kind of, whether it's go get a pedicure, go do a, you know, blowout hair service. Yeah. What do you think of that? Are you, do you think that people should be rewarding themselves? Yeah, absolutely. This year when we did biz planning, we, like I said, we did yearly kind of cast the yearly vision, right? And so mm-hmm. One of the things that I had them do this year was, okay, what is your big goal, right? Like we always, we've heard that term, big, hairy, audacious goals, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say for, for example's sake, which it's pretty popular is somebody might want to hit a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So instead of just saying, okay, that's my big audacious goal this year is to hit a hundred thousand dollars. Then I said, well, break that down into these targets or milestones. And what are you going to celebrate? You're going to celebrate every 10, you're going to celebrate every $10,000. You're going to celebrate every 20,000. You're going to celebrate every two, every five, whatever. And so when you can break it down into these milestones, it doesn't matter how you get there. It doesn't matter if it took you three months to get there. It doesn't take you matter if you took three weeks to get there. If you can get to, if you say every $2,000 or every $5,000, I'm going to go give myself some kind of reward then you, that's what you're working towards, right? You're working towards that reward. And then you can set those goals based on what's my next target. What's my next milestone. What does that look like? How do I break this down? Okay. My goal is to get 5,000 because when I get 5,000, I get to go get pedicure or whatever it is. And then you can break that down. And so then you're just kind of checking it off. It's like when you see those fundraisers, you know, the thermometers and they fill it in and they color it in, even doing something (laughs) like that. Like, set up whatever those milestones are that you feel comfortable and you want to reward yourself. And absolutely, I believe wholeheartedly, it could be that when you hit a certain milestone, you invest into your business, you, mm-hmm. you know, buy a new laptop, if that's what you're waiting on or whatever it is, whatever, whatever right. motivates you. Exactly. Cause we all have our different thing, right? Everybody has mm-hmm. their there, whatever, whether it's self-care or pamper and self-care can mean a lot of different things too. To some of us, it's a service and others, it's just buying yourself something or driving yourself to the mountain for a day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Doing nothing. Exactly. Yes. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that. So I think I've asked you all the questions that I had. Is there anything else that you wanted to make sure that you shared that you let everybody know for the, like you said, it's the end of 2022 or coming up on 2023 by the time this uh, releases. So any yeah. big tips, is there one that we haven't already said? We've given a lot of great tips that going forward for 2023, people should keep in mind that we yeah, haven't already growth, said. Um, I think one is to really just give yourself a lot of credit, you know, don't beat yourself up, make educated decisions, but to find a way to track your activity, find a way to track whatever is working, you know, use mm -hmm. the data. I know it's scary for a lot of people. They do not enjoy numbers. They're not numbers people. And it doesn't have to be really, really, um, detailed. But the other thing too, is have a little bit of flexibility. Don't get too attached to any one thing. I, I think mm -hmm. I've done this more recently is like, you know, we have our offers, we have our certain, we have our set programs, but realize that there's always room for customization. And sometimes those small little pieces of customization are what keeps a client for life. You know, just being able to say, you know what, I have these programs. I don't know that either one of them are a good fit. So tell me what you need. How can I meet you where you're at? What does that look like? And just being able to come from a place of service and understand that those things, I did this today with somebody even, and she's like, I'm working with you in 2023. And that wasn't the goal. It was just all she could afford was not what she needed. And I just said, that's not going to get you where you want to go. So let's just do this. Let me hop on a call. Let me see if I can point you in the right direction and we'll figure it out from there. And it just worked out. It's so nice. Like I could have easily said, this is all I have. And this is because I have those goals. And this is why I say, don't get so attached to those goals and just mm -hmm. more than milestones. The money will come. The clients will come It'll all it. Yes. You have to have a plan. Don't get like too attached to like every single waking detail of it. That's gold. That's so true. And I think so many of us who are entrepreneurs and are moving forward, we get, you know, this is what we're doing and we start going with it. And we don't mean to be inflexible or sometimes it can be almost the opposite. Like I feel like I'm either one way or the other to where yeah. I try too hard. And then I end up working with somebody who is just so outside of, you know, quote unquote, ideal person is. So oh, yeah, I feel 100%. like, yeah, don't stretch yourself to accommodate somebody who's not going to be good for you in the long run. However, don't have your blinders on. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, be, be mindful of it and just be really intentional, I think is, is the key and, and know where you're willing to bend and where you're not. You know, I knew what I was, I knew what my lowest minimum was. I was willing to offer her. It still wasn't a good fit and that's okay. So, uh -huh. but it didn't mean that I couldn't serve her in this moment because now it's going to lead to something else. And I think that's the, when you have a plan, it gives you a foundation that you can stick with. And then mm -hmm. there's always room to customize from there. Perfect. Absolutely. So my last little questions that I always like to ask is, do you have, a, and this can be business related or non, but anything that you're listening to, book that you're reading, show that you're binging, anything that you're like, mm -hmm. oh, you guys have to watch, read, listen to this. Um, right now I've been binging a lot of Denise Duffield Thomas's stuff. She does a lot with money mindset and- oh, okay. 
she's just brilliant. She's the author of Get Rich Lucky Bitch, which is such a stupid, it's such a silly <laughs> name. It has nothing really to do with like, you know what I mean? She just, yeah, that's awesome. whatever. Yeah. So like get but past the name of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get past the name of it. I think she also wrote like Chillpreneur, Chill and Prosper, but she also has a, a podcast called Chill and Prosper. So I've just been kind of binging her lately just because okay. I think money mindset is something from a business, well, business and personal. I feel like it's something we yes. always need and we can always work on. And her approach to it is so relatable. She was still, okay. she was just like one of us and she's figured it out. And now she just teaches it from such a place of authenticity. I, I really love it. Fabulous. I'm going to check her. I haven't heard of her. I, I hear of, you know, all these, this has been my favorite question to ask at the end of these podcasts since I started with guests, because I have a big list of things to check out now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like her book. It's, it's good. Her podcast is good too. Short, sweet. I like it. There's a lot, of, you know, there's a lot of little good takeaways there. I love that. And that's what I'm trying to do as well. And I know you said same thing, you know, kind of shorter, yeah. sweeter to the point, let people yeah. walk away with a good tip. <laughs> yeah. Or exactly. two or three. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me. First, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. And this will all be in the show notes and on my website as well. But for those that are listening right now, let everybody know where they can find you and what you're offering right now. Yeah, absolutely. So if you just search my name, you can find me on almost all the social platforms, not like, uh, not Instagram. I don't hang out there, but LinkedIn or, <laughs> and or Facebook. Um, if you Google my name or type it in, you'll find me there. If you're interested or looking for a community, a mastermind community, that's really what I'm focused on right now with um, the Accelerated Business Alliance, that's called. So if there's like a goal that you're struggling with or an offer, or you need help creating more of a profitable offer suite, um, and you're just looking for some quick, fast action, I would be happy to kind of guide you through that as well. Okay, so everybody, make sure that you go follow Michelle, see what she's doing, and check out, like I said, my show notes and the website for any future information. Thanks, everybody. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate your time. <laughs>